with Hashem's loving grace. Welcome to Parsha Pearls with your host, Laser Brody. This week's Torah portion is Parshat Bashalach. And people have been asking recently, where has Emuna News disappeared to? Well, Emuna News in recent weeks has become synonymous with Parsha Pearls because what we see in the Torah portion describes almost to a T current events. And where do we learn this? The Zohar says in Parshat Breshit that Hashem looked into the Torah and he created the world. That the Torah was actually Hashem's blueprint for creating the world. We see this this week, especially. Uh, in Parshat Beshalach, we see something, an interesting showdown on the sea and something terrible. Sometimes their person is a situation, a person, a nation, situated where there's no viable alternative. You don't see a workable solution wherever you turn. The children of Israel have just been recently released from bondage in Egypt, and they've gone out to the desert, and now they've camped on the Red Sea, and the Egyptians are chasing them in hot pursuit. In front of them is the sea, and they're not swimmers. They're the desert people. They didn't grow up on the beach. And behind them are the Egyptians. To the right is the desert with wild animals. To the left is the desert with snakes and scorpions. They don't know where to go. To, to, to go to the right or the left, there's wild animals, snakes, scorpions, no food, no water. In front of them, there's the sea. They can't swim. They'll drown. Behind them is the Egyptians. They're going to be about to be annihilated. So what happens there? They're in tremendous fear. The Exodus, the, the Torah in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 14, describes this. Verse 13, And Moshe said to the people, Don't be afraid. Now, you will see Hashem's salvation. You have no solution, but you'll see Hashem's salvation. Moshe was so, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, he was so sure in Hashem's salvation, he promised them. He didn't know what Hashem was going to do. He didn't know either. Hashem didn't give him advanced knowledge that he's going to split the Red Sea. But Moses is telling the people, don't worry, don't worry. Hashem is going to save us. Just as like you see the Egyptians today, you won't see them anymore forever. You won't see the Egyptians anymore. And then in verse 14, Moses gives us this week's news. This week's news right here in 2024, 5784, it says, Hashem in verse 14, Moses says to the, Jew, 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 to the children of Israel, he says, Hashem will fight your battles and you shall remain silent. And in verse 15, now Hashem comes in the scene, he says, Vayoma Hashem, Moshe. Hashem says to Moses, because just up till now, Moses was yelling to Hashem, but Moses was sure that Hashem is going to hear his prayers. Israel he says, stop your prayers. It's the only time in the Torah, when the, there's only two times in the Torah where Hashem told Moses, don't pray. Now, he says, now's the time to move. Now's the time for activism. And in Parshish Vayetchanan, when Moses prayed 515 times, they'd be allowed to enter the land of Israel. And Hashem said, stop praying, because if the 516th time, he wouldn't answer. We'd learn Hashem answers all our prayers. But this is only twice in the whole Torah, Twice in history, when Hashem told someone not to pray, told to Moses. So he says to Moses, don't, that's not the feeling, move, vayiso. That's a big secret in this word, vayiso. If we take vayiso and know the Hebrew language, that Lashon HaKodesh, the language of the Torah, has magnificent secrets in it. Every letter has a numerical value. If we take the word vayiso, it comes 152. The two vavs are 12. A yud is 10. And the Samach 
is 60, and the ayin is 70 to altogether 152. If we take the word behachnoah, that self-subjugating ourselves to Hashem, that's also 152, behachnoah. So what is Hashem telling us by so? Hashem told him, be quiet. He's going to fight the battles. So Hashem didn't tell them to take up arms. Hashem didn't tell them, go here, go there, to the right, go to the left. Just move, move forward. Move forward. The secret, what's, what does it mean move forward? Move forward in your spirituality. Now you've tried your, inte your int intellect. Your intellect is given out. You don't have a solution. Nobody's got a solution. Nobody's got a viable solution. So maybe try and to subjugate yourself to me, trust in Hashem, and give the Hashem, put our hands on Hashem. How do we show our subjugation to Hashem? First thing is we heed His Torah. And we heed his mitzvot. That's right away because a person has, if subjugate, we subjugate our, ourselves to Hashem. That means that we accept the yoke of Torah. We accept the yoke of Torah. So what is Hashem telling us? Hashem is telling us that this is moving forward in spirituality. And we move forward, especially we move up in spirituality. Our enemies, they stay down below. So what's going on right now? Look at current events. Look at the situation. And after more than three months of fighting in Gaza, and it's like there's no viable solution. You see the families, the hostages. We know that releasing the hostages is one of the biggest mitzvahs in the Torah, Pidyon Shvuim. But the families and the hostages, they think, you know, they want the hostages back. But, okay, what, what, what about tomorrow? We take the hostages back, and the price that Hamas wants for that is total ceasefire, ending the war. And then Hamas is not totaled yet. So it means Hamas comes right back. And it's a matter of a few months, a few short months, where there's, again, rocket fire and... It means that everything we've done now and all the soldiers, Hashem, the, 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 the martyred souls should be blessed. Uh, the blessed memory, that what, they died for nothing? It can't be. It can't be. So that's not a solution. That's not a solution to give it to Hamas to get, to get the hostages back, even though we know that Hamas won't keep such a promise. Uh, the solution to just continue fighting and, and just fight and fight and destroy and destroy and just... But turn all of Gaza in a parking lot, that's not a great solution either. Because down below, we know that uh, the leaders of Hamas, that they haven't just caught them, they're using the hostages, the ones that are still alive, may Hashem protect them, they're using the hostages as life shields. So that's not a solution. So we turn to the right, we turn to the left, we go forward, we go back, no viable solution. So what happens? This is the message of this week's Torah portion. Every time we hear that a politician makes a declaration, we've done this, we've done that, I shuddered the day before yesterday when an army made a big declaration about how many dozens of terrorists they killed. Who cares about how many dozens? What's it like? It reminds me when I was in, in university during the time of the Vietnam War and the, the Americans considered their success the body count. And they told the commanders in the army, give us a body count, give us a body count. And every day in the paper, they would decide how many Viet Cong they killed. Well, does that return as one soldier? I mean, if, if we, uh, dozens, you put dozens of, of Hamas terrorists killed. Is that worth one neshama, one soul of an Israeli soldier? No, there's no price tag. Not a hundred Hamas, not a thousand Hamas. It's not worth one. So what do you give me a body count for? That's not that. It's not a matter of, a, it's not a football game or a basketball game where we won the game 110 to 105. Okay, what's that? That's a Pyrrhic victory. That is not a victory. A victory is when evil becomes wiped off the face of the earth. We cannot do that. Hashem could do that. 
But what we have to do is move forward in spirituality and give into Hashem. Why can't the politicians say Bezrat Hashem? Why can't the military commander say Bezrat Hashem? Why can't they say the help of Hashem, invoke the help of Hashem? And, and guarded it. And the, would say that a soldier wrote graffiti on the wall in Gaza, Shema Yisrael, and they made a big scandal, a big scandal about that. And it's not that. We are the nation of Amuna. We live in the land of Amuna, and it doesn't matter who's in power, who's in government. They have to realize that the land of Israel is a land of Amuna, and it's Hashem's palace. And you don't act in the king's palace like you do outside the palace. So this is the message of this week's. Portion. If we want to see a solution, it doesn't matter that we, in our human intellect, don't have a viable solution or don't have an alternative to win the war. Okay. Hashem does. Hashem does. So what we have to do is invoke Hashem's help, ask Hashem for help, nonstop prayers. And that is our responsibility. If we haven't won the war, maybe it's our responsibility. Maybe we haven't prayed enough. Maybe we're not fervent enough in our Torah learning. Maybe we're not fervent enough in our mitzvah observance. Maybe we're not fervent enough in our love of a fellow human. So we all have plenty to do. We all have to mobilize ourselves in the military effort and invoke Hashem's help because Hashem will fight our battle and we can be quiet. So let's hear good news from one another and have a wonderful Shabbat and good tidings. God bless.